Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Crystal Throne. Crystal Throne is a heavy metal band from France. They have progressive vibes and 80s spirit. Their mission? To bring back melodic and technical music in order to rule the world. And here's my interview with Crystal Throne. Hello, how are you doing? How are you doing? Hello. Fine. Hello. I wanted to thank you for taking you for taking me there. Oh, thanks to you. I wanted to ask you how was the process for you this time? Uh, excuse us. We we just um setting up. We're setting up the stuff. Yes, we have a few problems. Connectics. Sorry. No problem. Okay, so. Is that is that uh, okay? Are you hearing us well? Yes, I hear you well. Okay. Very good. Very good. So you can ask uh, your question uh, again, please. Okay. Uh, how was the recording process for you on this album? Actually, it's a it's a pretty <laughs> it's a pretty funny story. Pretty funny story. Yeah. Tell him, uh, Terry. Because yeah. it was kind of like a challenge for us. We decided that we would do the album. We would, we would do each song on the take. We would do like lives on streaming. On and you, YouTube streaming. Yeah. And uh, we, would, uh, we would compose each song live, actually. We, we, uh, yeah, we, we decided to uh, write one song per week on my uh, personal YouTube channel uh, because I have a... Uh, I have a lot uh, of followers in France, so there was plenty of people watching us composing the albums. <laughs> <It was crazy. laughs> Actually, we, we first did one song, and we, we didn't plan to do a whole album or whatever, but uh, the reaction was pretty good, so we were like, okay, let's do an album, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, footage for uh, Steel Birds, where was that footage filmed at? Oh, <laughs> it was a, uh, it was a um, uh, in a place called uh, l'aérodrome de Tomblaine, next to a city uh, in France called uh, Nancy. <clears throat> and uh, basically, it was uh, it's um uh, it's a uh, it's an airport. Uh, it's a small airport. Yes, it's a small airport. private private planes and uh, stuff like that. Small planes. Yeah, and there was a guy with. Uh, uh, biplane uh, from the uh, first world war yeah from the first world war and uh, uh, we we asked him if we could uh, yeah lend it for the the video clip and he said yeah of course sure uh, as long as you say my name in, in the description of the video and he was a really cool guy yeah and I wanted to know could you talk about the song crystal warrior and the story oh. uh, okay, okay. I, I like Terry to this one. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure you know the band uh, Manila Road, right? Yes. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm, um, I'm actually a, a big fan of the band. And, um, and with my ex-band uh, called uh, Oracle, it was uh, also a heavy metal band from Belgium. Uh, we played with Manila Road quite a quite a few times, and uh, I became kind of friend with um, with 
Mark Shelton, actually. Uh, may he rest in peace. And um, I remembered some, some very special moments, like one, one time backstage, we would talk for like two hours about, you know, the origins of the band and the whole heavy metal thing and, you know, the 70s and the 80s. And that was something that for me was really, uh, I treasure these moments because I'm a big fan and I'm a younger guy. So I really loved it. And so, yeah, after that, we played with them a couple of times in some, <clears> uh, <throat> on some uh, buildings. And I was there the night when he died, actually. So I, I saw the last gig of Manila Road, which was the uh, Headbangers Open Air Festival. And I got to say, it was the best Manila Road gig I, I saw. I, I saw them like seven times. And really, he was on fire. He was on fire. And it was a special, you know, it was especially warm that day. So I think it contributed to him having a heart attack. So um, I thought when Max wrote the song, um, I mean, instrumentally, um, every time, you know, right on the spot, we were looking for a theme for the song. And most of the songs are, you know, warrior based and uh, military, everything, you know, the typical heavy metal thing. Yeah. And um, this one, I don't know why, because it was a softer piece. I'm, I came with the idea of dedicating the song to, uh, to Mark Shelton, actually. And so it, it relates to that. And some of the lyrics are talking about these memories, which I treasure. And, uh, and that last night when he played for me, one of the best on the road gigs ever. So that's it. Sorry for the long answer. No, that's fun. And another one of my favorites is Foreshadowed Sands. I wanted to know if you could speak of that song as well. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Foreshadowed Sands, uh, um, th that night where I composed the, the song on, on a live stream, uh, Terry was sick and he stayed home. And I was all alone to, to make the, the instrumental. And I, I thought, okay, let's maybe, um, let's maybe go into a darker path. Uh, maybe land some um, typical um, uh, Egyptian uh, bising, uh, yeah, Arabic scales uh, to this song, maybe a Phrygian mode and some uh, stuff that are pretty much darker than than everything else you can find on this album, and I found okay, let's maybe uh, give it a little uh, pro progressive vibe and maybe end it with um, uh, you know Gregorian chants uh, that you can mm -hmm. hear at the outro of this uh, of this uh, track, and yeah, Terry Terry came. Uh, uh, another day, and he said, "Okay, uh, there are some Arabic scares. There are Gregorian chants. Okay, let's make a song about crusades." <laughs> so yeah. It was it was kind of a logical. Um, the, uh, it, it, it was kind of a logical way to compose, and yeah, I think it's. Hello. Yes. Yes. Hello, Robert. Hello. Yes. Bye. Excuse us. We did not notice uh, it was disconnected. Disconnected. Um, uh, where, so, where, where did, did we stop? I'd like to uh, backtrack and and ask you uh, another one of my favorites on the album is Foreshadowed Sands. Could you talk to me about that song? Yeah. yeah well, uh, I'll, maybe I'll try to sum it up what Max was saying. 
Yeah. Because Max actually go, go <laughs> ended up with a long winding answer. And, uh, <laughs> we didn't know we were long. So go. So, right. So this song, as you, you might have noticed, is this kind of Egyptian vibe going. Yeah, Arabic scales and Phrygian mode and yeah. some darker stuff. Yeah, and a little bit of a progressive vibe. So Max actually, um, how the, the song was written was uh, actually Max was alone when he wrote the song. Yeah. Uh, I was staying at home because uh, I don't really remember. I think it was sick or something yeah, like that. Sick. And um, and uh, he really ventured into a slightly progressive uh, vibe here. And um, yeah, he knew he wanted some uh, like Gregorian uh, chants, which the song ends with. And so for Max, the recording process of that song was rather um, naturally flowing and everything. Yes, it was really fast. But um, not for me. <laughs> and, 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 and not that I was not inspired, actually. I loved the song. I loved it so yeah, you, much. You can up straight with the idea of doing something about the Crusades, which is really smart because uh, there are some uh, Arabic scales, but also Gregorian chants. So, you know, there are... Those two stuff together gave Terry the idea of doing something about crusades, and I, I thought it was really smart. Yeah, and um, yeah, so so it took me a long time actually for that song to really come up with these, you know, because it was calling for these big queen-like harmonies and, and all mm -hmm. these things. So um, was I really wanted it perfect. Yeah, so yeah. I came up with many versions yeah. and was like. And Max was like sometimes telling me, "Well, it's all right." And I was like, it's not all right. <laughs> it took it took you six months. It took him <laughs> six months actually. Yeah. So I had almost like a, a little bit of a block here, but then we're really happy with the result. And yeah, Max said it was one of the darker um, songs from the album, and, and it's a really pivotal song because the way the album flows. You have the happy tracks and then you know the the very em empowering vibe like you know the, the first tracks speed and everything okay. but that one it opens up for uh you know the heavier direction it's kind of like if you think of the vinyl it's side a and b yeah and the vibe is slightly shifting so that's, that's pretty right. cool the way it is and if you two had to pick your favorite songs from the album uh what would it be and why uh, mine is, uh, without a doubt, Steelbirds. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 and then? <laughs> another one? There, there are, uh, I, I think there's everything on this song. <laughs> it's, um, it's really, uh, it's a natural flow uh, from point A to point Z. There are, uh, yeah, there are so many <laughs> guitar solos that I really enjoy playing. <laughs> there are uh, some parts that are really interesting and original and at the same time really catchy. And I love catchy vibe. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really a, a, dark, <laughs> a dark person when it comes to composition. I liked doing that. Uh, for example, the one you you named, Foreshadowed Sam, that's mm -hmm. also one of one of my favorites. But if I had to choose, really, uh, I think that 
Stilvers really is my favorite, but I don't know uh, the the favorite the favorite one yeah, of uh, well, Terry. Obviously, Steel Birds. When it's it's an interesting thing when you write an album. It's a, it's a process. When you're really immersed into it, you don't really analyze these things. So you have to take a little bit of um a little bit of time to listen back and say, okay, I think we'll pick that one as the single for the video because uh, Steel Birds, like Max said, it it sums up really the vibe of heavy metal in general. And I can feel a little bit of of everything of course there's the epic you know plain war thing like iron maiden there's my vocals which is more like a judas priest take yeah. and then you have this almost like thin lidsy kind of groove you know yeah. like the boys are back in town to get dun, 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 yeah. that kind of stuff going on like like you said when you listen to uh the song you 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 have the the, the feeling that you can fly actually yeah the solos uh, actually it's what made me feel like flying actually <laughs> so i thought okay oh it's typical heavy metal and then of course foreshadowed sands is uh, is a favorite of mine because well max is the light guy i'm the dark guy for whatever reason i don't know his personality it's more uh, sun and i'm more moon right i don't know why and um so these two, I think, uh, but it's difficult because an album is like a baby. It's hard to pick. Um, uh, yeah, and we, we asked the question to our fan base, and they all they they named literally all the songs in the <laughs> album, yeah. even the intro. Even the intro. Yeah. Even the intro. People love the intro. Some people oh, just totally. listen to the intro. Yeah, and um, yeah. Cool. So uh, we we said yeah we. We think with Terry, uh, we, we thought about it with, with Terry, and we say, okay, so in this album, there are only killers, no fitter. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to ask you, can you speak on the album artwork and the theme of it, and uh, who actually did the artwork for it? Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. actually, the, um, the artist is called uh, Velio Giosto. He's an Italian guy. He worked for a lot of... Uh, bands with with an old school sound you know there's some heavy metal speed metal he, trash he made he made the the cover of the last album of enforcer yeah it's not the last one anymore okay you one, okay. but the, the, uh, the one before that he also did um he did a lot of he did a lot of artworks he did uh vulture for example he did the artwork for um well two artworks for my past band my ex-band so that's how I came in contact with Valio. And we knew because we didn't want to be like plastic power metal by we didn't want something like Photoshop or whatever. We really respect more the attitude of a real painter. And that's the way he works, you know. It's amazing in terms of, of work what he does. And it's all just uh, full painting and he takes yeah. a high resolution picture. Yeah. He is a that's really it. he is a really intelligent guy, yeah. Yeah, I came up with uh, some Photoshop shit, you know, something you you do in one night just to uh, explain what do you what you want uh, quickly. And he got and, it really, really got he, it. He got he nailed it uh, in the in his first attempt. That's amazing. Uh, just hope will work again with yeah, this guy. Yeah, we can only recommend that guy. 
tell you Justo. And um, but not too much because if you recommend it to everyone, uh, he he won't be available for it anymore. <laughs> And then about the, the concept, we wanted something that would uh, encompass the overall uh, album and all the themes. So you have the Valkyrie in the middle, which is the Valkyrie from the Valkyrie ride track. Uh, you mm -hmm. have a lot of um, northern mythology here with the giant of ice uh, for the back cover. And then you have, um, she also has like cyborg eye, which is um, in relation to the song Mechanical Tyranny which is cybernetic things. And uh, yeah, and you have the, the, the crystal um, throne actually at the back. So this is a little bit of, of the overall vibe. Yeah. You didn't put all the songs as no steamer yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a mess. Maybe. Yes. And I also wanted to ask you, will you be able to tour the album this year or are you looking into next year? Oh, well, we hope so. We hope uh, so. This year, but it's go going on, on tour, seems uh difficult uh it's a troubled in, time yeah, yeah. <laughs> because uh, i think you're you're american right you're yes uh, you're from the side of america yeah i heard that uh, uh playing live was a bit easier than in europe <laughs> because we are in france actually and uh <laughs> i don't know if you heard the news but it's kind of difficult it's unstable right now yeah, it's of course kind of, because of the covid situation yeah right? well, because of the covid situation and we really want to play live uh by uh, the end of the year uh, of the next year maybe um but uh it won't be uh uh it we won't be able to do so uh before uh, a, a few months because uh it needs uh we need to be prepared, and we need to and we need to uh, get over this whole COVID situation and all the the. Um, then we we don't know. We can't say for sure. Maybe some some countries might be available because the situation the situation is different in every country. Yeah, maybe. So it's yeah. it's hard to really tell, and it's really unstable. And we have the news at the last moment. It's really difficult, not only for the bands, but for organizations and clubs and stuff like yeah. that. It's, it's really harder even for them so um yeah but uh sure we would love to present the, the songs live and i have some great ideas about <laughs> visuals yeah, and me costumes too. and stuff like me that too. So we have some great ideas we want to present a good show really good show an unforgettable show yeah i also want to ask each of you musically what has been your proudest moment uh, you mean about the the album, or uh, no, no? Just in general, as a musician. General, okay. Yeah. As a musician, that. well, the actually, um, the I, <laughs> actually, uh, I'm the producer of a Crystal Throne album. Um, uh, so uh, every uh, penny that uh, went into the uh, process of releasing the album, recording, uh, mixing it, uh, and so on, uh, came from uh, my personal bank account. <laughs> he broke the bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, when the, when the 
album came out in 20 in November 24th. Uh, shaking I, in his boots, not yeah. knowing. <laughs> and when the the album was <laughs> freaking selling, <laughs> the, the album I entirely paid for was selling, <laughs> and people from all across all across the world were buying it from america to japan <laughs> that was insane and i think yeah that, that day uh, actually was my proudest moment the second proudest moment uh, was in uh, uh, 20 uh, 2017 uh, when uh, we played with my other band Drenalize, uh, um as a support act uh, of the band called Inglorious. Don't know if you heard about it. It's a hard work, hard, classic, classic rock uh, mm -hmm. band from England with a singer Nathan James, and he's amazing. They're amazing musicians, and we open up the we open the up the 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 night for them, and it, it was a really great moment. There were there was hundreds of people in front of us. Uh, we got chills. Yeah, for me, it's it's hard to pick just one moment, but there's been a, a few um, well highlights if you want to put it that yeah. way. Yeah. Like being on the same bill as bands like Camel Mass, Grim Reaper, and, and Diamond Head, and such. You know, the, the classic new wave of British heavy metal, and hanging around with them that, that was that was really cool. These moments like that, you know, Titan and. Um, bands which I uh, grew up listening to, and uh, Mark Shelton, and Mark Shelton uh, with Manila Road was a very. Uh, there were a couple of really um, special moments with him, and I, I gotta say, every people that knew uh, Mark will say that that guy was uh, was really, uh, really, really cool, and he would remember you. And uh, I remember when we played the Pyrenean uh, Festival in the south of France. I was actually, uh, uh, you know. Uh, I was there hanging around and I heard him, uh, hey buddy, how are you doing? I didn't know you were playing there. Oh. So it, was, it was really like that. So it was, it, you know, such people like that. It's really cool to see that these guys are not, are not you know, freaking asshole, thinking of themselves too highly. And uh, and so uh, these are a couple of um, very good moments, I can say. I was proud. And um, oh yeah. One funny thing, I saw Diamond Head in 2007, and Brian Taitler, you know, the guitar player, was there, and I was talking to him. I really like you playing. I love your band and everything. Can I have your uh, guitar pick? And he answered, sorry, I don't have any more. And um, I told him, one day, I'll form a band. I'll open for you guys, and you give me your pick. And in 2000. <laughs> 13 we played he didn't remember me i can't understand that i told him the story again and um he was like oh great and he gave me a pick maybe a proud moment yeah. oh shit D did not know that one i was on a festival ages of metal it was called oh yeah i also wanted to ask you what can fans look for next from crystal throne a whole lot <laughs> Um, uh, can you repeat, please? I didn't hear. Yes, I wanted to ask uh, what bands can look for next from Crystal Throne. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I 
already started to get, gather some ideas for this second album. He says ideas, I say sick riffs. Expect, sick expect some nuclear explosion. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I want, uh, yeah, with Terry, we agreed that we wanted to go deeper in technical stuff. Yeah, we have, we have a guideline. We want to make, we want to make things actually, uh, bigger with the next album. So we're gonna raise up, well, not only the technical side of things, but the musicality. Yeah. Not make it, it's gonna be technical, but it's not gonna be nerdy in any way, shape, or yeah, form. It's gonna uh, be. I love when it's catchy. I love when some things are kept simple uh, because I, I, I still want to enjoy music uh, when I play it and when I listen to it. Yeah, so sure. We, we do not want to do everything technical and, and shit but expect some things that will be definitely more technical than everything you've heard on this first album because yeah. I, I i want i also want to uh <laughs> to challenge myself and terry those two so that's why we have to we, we want to go further and to yeah rule the world <laughs> exactly. on, on the, on the wikipedia page of heavy metal we want our picture you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then we 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 thought we really want to give like a really majestic vibe to the tracks again yeah, and make maybe really like grand really you know with like we you talked about foreshadowed sounds and i think there's a blueprint really a small yeah. blueprint for what we want to do yeah maybe add some orchestral orchestral stuff symphonic stuff but yeah maybe let's not uh uh spoil the the whole so much the, the we, whole have yeah. we have we a have guideline yeah we have a guideline we know where we're going i also wanted to ask you how did the band form <laughs> by mistake yeah actually we were we were in a bar and uh i was drinking coffee actually it's not too rock and roll it wasn't it was just in the uh in the afternoon i think yeah. and we started chatting with max you love heavy metal i love heavy metal yeah. let's do something and let's terry, terry was saying yeah i hate people when they say yeah let's do something and the the, the it date, never comes up. Yeah, it never comes up. And I said, yeah, me too. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm also uh, hating the, those kind of people. There's a lot of people that love to talk, you know. Um, they love to talk. They, they, they really, um, you know, they show off. They don't, they don't really um, but they don't, they don't do bring shit. it up, actually. So uh, we were like, okay, uh, one, two, three, go. That was it. And, <laughs> um, uh, and after that, it was just one step at a time. Like we said, we did a live, we, we announced uh, the streaming, we did one song, and after that we're like, well, I think we have kind of like a musical yeah. chemistry in the in writing yeah. process, so let's keep going. And we did an album, and exactly. then it became bigger and bigger, and it became concept. Yes, and, so, and uh, after that, we were only two, there were only two of us, so we had to find uh, a bassist and a drummer, and turns out... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Terry knows uh, a bassist that basically can play anything yeah, <laughs> you really, show him. Really it's, a, it's a beast, uh, and uh, he said, "Yeah, let's let's ask ask him. He's in a 
death metal band called Catalyst. It's a French death metal band. Yeah, and I've known him for many years. He's a good friend, and we all we always wanted to play together. We had a, a blueprint for a, for a band that was uh, like neoclassical heavy yeah. metal, but uh, we never had any gig or anything. So yes, yeah. And as for the, for the drummer, uh, turns out I also am in a hard rock band uh, from France called uh, Drenolize, and yes. we are planning on releasing. Uh, our second album and the drummer uh, Alex Gricard uh, was really interested in playing in uh, uh, Crystal Throne uh, for the the drumming session of, for, for the recording session so he said yeah sure let's do you, you I can do the drums no problem and so I said okay so you can also be uh, a member of the team, if you want. This is a good, is a good friend. I've known yeah. him and his brother for like ten yes. years, and nice man. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, now, it's so. been five years. Uh, it was just a natural step to ask him. Yeah, so 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 he said, okay, let's go, and so that's it. We were there were four of us, but uh, you know, uh, only four pe people for uh, the album is enough because I, I can do well uh, all the guitar. By myself, that's not a problem. But for the we, live sessions, we actually we we have our we we want to around a second we, guitar player. Yeah, we want to hire a second guitar player. We're discussing with someone which I know. So and who's also we, also happens to be a good singer yeah. for the harmonies and stuff like that. And, and we might be so so we might be there. There might be five of us. Uh, we and, have to for one. Yes, it's one guitar is not enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a more than two hands. <laughs> yeah, and you can't uh, harmonize yourself either. Yeah, no. <laughs> of course. Of course. Look, we'll no, have to I get have you that. get you an extra fretboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Michael and Jello Verdi. <laughs> no, but yeah, um, of course the songs that like you might, you, you, I'm sure you've heard are pretty dense on, on the guitar. Thing, so you at least need two guitars. Yes, the riffs yeah. are not. That, that's the interesting thing is uh, when you have two guitars that are not playing specifically the same riffs or there's some arrangement here and there. So you really need the two to uh, get that vision. Yes. I wanted to ask you, uh, what artists inspired you to get into music? What artists did you listen to? In that made you say yes. This is what I want to do. Ah, okay. Terry, so, <clears throat> Terry, go. Well, me, it's um, I don't really have a pivotal moment in my life when I got into music because my parents were listening to uh, a lot of music themselves. They really um, my parents, you know, really listened to a lot of uh, rock and hard rock from the seventies mainly and uh, and the eighties as well. They were big fans of. Rainbow and Deep Purple and Scorpions and Led Zeppelin bands like that. And since I was like, I was actually, that's a funny thing. I'm a big fan of the Scorpions and maybe that was the, the band that got me into that when I was a kid. And I was born on the day when Love at First Thing was released. So that's a funny oh, wow. one. Yeah, and Rat out of the yeah, cellar the came rat out the, the same day as well. So I was born the rock and then later 
when I was like six, seven, eight, I would li listen to uh, Queen and uh, uh, Electric Sun and bands like that. My parents, my parents were also big fans of reggae, but funny, I didn't turn out to be a, a Rastafari. <laughs> so I was a hard rock guy. Uh, and then, as, as a teenager, you can feel the reggae influence. Yeah, yeah sure, from sure, absolutely. There's some big Bob Marley written on it, <laughs> and um, that, that was the vibe, you know. And um, and as a teenager, I really I heard that word metal. I think that yeah, there was one moment once when I was like nine or ten years old when I heard uh, the first Iron Maiden album and and the song uh, "For Whom the Bell Tolls" by Metallica, which was for a kid, it was a bit heavy, but I, at first I thought it was heavy, a bit too much, and then after a while I was like, yeah, this really good feeling here. <laughs> and when I heard that there was a term for it, you know, metal, I wanted to discover anything. So when I was uh, 12 or 13, I was exchanging, you know, recording tapes with people, and I would listen to anything from, uh, well, from Halloween to Nap Napalm Death, and yeah. I've, you know, I destroyed my life and consecrated it. <laughs> it doesn't play well, but it's okay. <laughs> and uh, as for myself, uh, I'm actually uh, 10 years younger than Terry, so uh, we're not of, of the same generation. I'm the geezer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and actually, um, so something is... Okay. Someone, yeah, you go go check. So someone is uh, ringing uh, the doorbell of my home. <laughs> I don't know who it is. <laughs> it's late. Uh, <clears throat> it's probably it's probably uh, a mistake, Terry. Just don't worry. Okay, so let's go back <laughs> to that. To to me. Um. Well. Um. When I was younger. Um. Yeah. In when I was in yeah kid school. Uh. Some of my mates were listening to some kind of uh, new metal shit, and I really didn't like it. Uh, like Corn, uh, Slipknot. Uh, I I I was listening to it because there was the only thing that were uh, that was um, advised to me uh, when I was young. I didn't know heavy metal or all of that stuff. I didn't have a culture to listen to it my parents uh, I, they, they are not really fond of music um, I was I was raised by my mom and she didn't listen uh, to music very much um, but one day uh, yeah I came uh, uh, I was passing by uh, yeah, th there was a, a CD store and I was passing by and I saw the cover out of uh, an album of Iron Maiden. I uh, don't remember which one actually, but I I asked my mom uh, if she could buy it. And when I was 11 years old, I discovered Iron Maiden for the first time. And yeah, then there was Metallica and ACDC and all that stuff. But I was really in front of Maiden uh, at the time. Um, and it was, it, 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 I, I was listening to them for, uh, I have been listening to them for several years. And when I, uh, when I went, well, uh, when I had some like 15 or 16 years, 
uh, I discovered uh, some more progressive band like uh, you know Dream Theater, uh, Symphony X, um, and maybe new classic stuff like uh, Ingve Malmsteen and also Jason Baker. Um, yeah, that's that's made uh, my main influences uh, as a guitarist. And then uh, yeah, I I went deeper in technical stuff, and then I yeah, dropped I I dropped uh, university and <laughs> I, I dropped college and fucked my life too uh, because uh, to, today yeah I'm uh, uh, I'm home. Whole time, yeah. You say that yeah, whole time, whole time, yeah. time musician. Uh, I'm actually the only whole time musician in the band, uh, and yeah, well, making a living of music is like kind of not living at all. But you know, <laughs> you have to you have to to work to to make it work. So that's why we are releasing Crystal Throne, and it and it's actually selling. Yeah, I'm really happy about that. Yes. To show my age, I was born the same day Jeff Scott Soto was born. Oh, all right. <laughs> cool. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, since you're in France, yeah. what is your favorite meal, if you guys was the pick? <laughs> like a French one? <laughs> yeah. Like a French one? Okay. Uh, French one? Uh, I'd say... Well, uh, and it's difficult because you know I, I'm vegan, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So France, France is kind of it's kind of the country of meat. of meat and cheese, and when you're vegan, well, that's pretty much nothing you can eat. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> I, I would say um, when I uh, when I was still uh, eating meat, well, my favorite French meal will be choucroute. Do you do, do, do you do, do you, you know? explain that? Yeah. Okay. Oh uh, well, um, choucroute is actually uh, well, it's uh, it's it's French German based. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's French German. It's uh, it's the main um, it's it's the main dish in, in Alsace actually. It's shredded uh, cabbage. Yeah. That fermented mean. fermented ca uh, cabbage with uh, some uh, sausage. Sausage and yeah, um, basically <laughs> and, and potato and, and, and potatoes. Yeah. And my favorite one would be raclette. Anyone knows <laughs> that one? That's uh, It's uh, melted cheese with uh, with potatoes. Actually, tasty. And um, do you guys any have any hobbies beyond music? Yeah, I love cooking. I love cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I said chicks. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. Well, and, and chicks. Oh, <laughs> 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 sports as well. Like sports. Yeah, sports. Um, when we first, uh, when we started, uh, actually the Crystal from Project, uh, Terry was talking to me about bulking. Uh, yeah, about bulking, about musculation, about all all this stuff, and I I thought, yeah, it could be cool. To you know, it's the man of war, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to have the, the, the this man of war kind of, of uh, this man of war way of living the music, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's important as well. It's very uh, athletic music. Um, I can talk for uh, for myself as a, as a singer, 
you know, the way you use your, your breathing, the diaphragm, the same could be said about the drummer, but also, you know, for, for the live show, even the guitar player and the bassist really got to be yeah. in shape. It takes a lot of energy, that music. So it's important to, uh, at least, um, yeah, check out what and, you're doing. And, yeah. So, so, and well, you know, our music is far more technical and difficult to play than man wars. So, yeah, so uh, we have to, yeah, we, 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 without it could be interesting to bulk uh, and to do a lot of sports. And that's why it's uh, another hobby of ours. Um, but also next to that, I like cooking and, and shit, uh, you know. Um, well, like, like Terry say, uh, uh, <laughs> do we really have to say chicks? Do we have them at all? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe not if you're Rob Halford. But well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, uh, well, uh, we, we, I, I guess we could say that we. <clears throat> that's, no, it's just the normal things. Yeah, just yeah. Do, that's it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I guess we could say we, we we love to have sex, but you know when you're producing an album, you really do not do, do not have the time to do to do that. Um, I don't know if it's okay to say that. I don't know about your audience. I don't know. The rock star, right? Yeah. Until, uh, yeah. yeah, I just have to say that the kids do not do not be a rock star if you if your dream is to have chicks or have yeah have sex basically with anyone you want uh well uh, if you're a rock star you become uh <laughs> you become a well uh a, 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 someone who manage a, a company and <laughs> you you do not have any time for yourself yeah the real yeah it's it's not just as glamorous as people no it's a, it's a lot to process and yeah, yeah, yeah. you you do not see your family you do not see your uh it's relationships hard, but, but then if, if you love it well you, you gotta you have you to gotta go. yes it. but you have to work out for several years in order to finally be successful is not it's not like the the fantasies uh, of the 80s, you know, we are really no, no, far no, no. from that. Uh, you have to, yeah, you have to work out. So that's why uh, I cannot really tell we have really something else beside music. Much free time. Uh, we, we do not have much free time. We spend all of our days uh, promoting the release of the album. It's a lot of work. We are gather, gathering ourselves, all the contacts uh, uh, from radios from website uh, yeah. uh yeah well the promotions yes. yeah websites and uh you know uh dist yeah, right. distributors to, to, to sum up what yeah. max is trying to say we don't have much time for any hobbies <laughs> that's it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we try we, we are trying to but it's difficult i also wanted to ask you what's the best way to get merchandise for the band uh on, on the uh band camp yeah. You can go straight to our Bandcamp page and or uh, Big B, Cartel. The, the Big Cartel. Yeah. It's uh, crystalthrone.bandcamp.com or crystalthrone.bigcartel.com. Yeah. And on you the can... Big Cartel, you can order any merchandise. So that includes CDs, vinyls, T-shirts, 
Um, tank tops. Tank tops, uh, sweatshirts, uh, crop tops. Yeah. And right now we have a promotional code for the Christmas uh, time. So any order above uh, 30 euros, you have 10% discount. Yes, it's the, the code is Crystal XMS. Uh, yeah, it's all, all, all in caps lock. Um, uh, and in Bandcamp, you can only buy uh, CDs and vinyls, but uh, it's also an interesting platform because you can listen to the album and you, you can, can comments as well. and you can order digital album too. Uh, you cannot do that on Bicotto. And lastly, I wanted to ask you if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Uh, uh, Keep on buying the stuff and supporting the scene. Yeah. Thank you for your awesome support, guys. Also, well, uh, I want to say about the, um, well, for the uh, American audience, uh, first of all, there's a lot of bands in the US that I really love. Whole, you know, US, uh, USPM, yeah, uh, overall vibe, US power metal vibe from the late 80s and, and early 90s. I think you guys have a lot of very good bands. Uh, maybe they're not shown that much support anymore, which is which is too bad. But um, yeah, we uh, if we have any opportunity to come rock the states, well, we will for sure. We will gladly come to US. Yeah. And uh, keep on supporting me on the ground. Thank you very much for your support. And uh, yeah, just keep on keep on rocking. Well, I wanted to thank both of you for taking time to speak with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Well, uh, the same, the same. same. Thank you very much for giving us the time for this uh, great interview. It's actually our first vocal interview as a yep. crystal throne. <laughs> so yeah, we're thrilled. It's uh, it's funny looking back because it was just a funny it started with baby steps I yeah and uh well thank you very much for um for your um support for us and the the overall scene yeah well thank you and i i look forward to speaking again soon and if you uh sure get any of those tour dates together or anything going on new please feel free to contact me at any time for sure no for sure we will we'll, we'll no problem thanks robin And feel free to contact us too if you want to speak with us again. We stay available. Yeah. All right. Great. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll send links to you as well to the website and to the podcast when I post. It usually takes around two weeks. Cool. Cool. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very much. All right. Thank you. And you guys have a great rest of your day. No, you as well. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Goodbye, Robert. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.